calling and hang in the shack with Lachlan Patterson. Cause it's the Lockdown Podcast. Talking about whatever you want. Chilling out, having a chill sesh. We with good? Lachlan's guest, yeah. Get it going, man. Shout out to Morgan J for that jingle. It's such a good jingle. Thanks, Morgan. Morgan J, guys, if you don't know him, figure it out because he's hilarious. He's very talented. He's going to be a star, I tell you. A lot, lot sooner than me because I think you really got to have a hunger, like a, like a ridiculous hunger. It must be because every time someone becomes famous, they always do something that you're like, okay, well, that's way beyond something I would ever do and they get in trouble for it and you're like well I guess I'm not like those people maybe I'll never make it because I don't have that voracious appetite for um, uh, I don't know eventually it, it seems to get out of control don't you notice that eventually everything falls apart or maybe things are just uh, maybe everything already has fallen apart and if you're famous People just expose you for it. Maybe we're all shitty, is what I'm trying to say. Of course we're not. We're all good people, especially here in the shack. My my guests, you guys. Sorry, I'm just fixing this mic stand because Larry and Rick and Mike, my my lighting guy, my sound guy, my producer, are all just sitting back there while I'm doing all the work over here. Come on, guys. I hired you to put on a production here. Larry, these these lamps are so hot. You know it's 100 degrees out? And you, you really blasted me with the light, man. Yeah, I know my hair looks better this way. Of course, the lights help, okay? I admit it. All right, thank you, Larry. You're right. I need the lights. Thank you. You know, how many podcasts have a lighting guy? You're right. I should be more appreciative. That's Larry, you guys. He's a, he's the lighting technician for the podcast. I know a lot of people say, why do you have a lighting technician on your podcast? I try to make it look good. Not even if you can't see it. And uh, Michael, the producer, and I have talked about it, and we think a lighting guy is a good idea. And uh, they, they seem to get along really well back there. All three of them all hang out all night. Rick, can you hear me? Rick, check, check, check. He's not even looking at me. I don't know why I hired these guys. It's not even in the budget. I don't even have enough money to pay for them. But you guys, I want you guys to, to have a great experience listening to the podcast. So let's just see where it goes. Maybe, you know. Maybe it ends up bankrupting the podcast, but I think it's worth it to have a little bit of value, a little production in your podcast. And how do we pay for that? Well, with uh, sponsors. And who's the sponsor? Well, it's me. I'm the sponsor, and I have a comedy special. Have you guys seen it? If you haven't seen it, you can go online to LachlanPatterson.com, and you can watch it on there. It's called Dark White. You got two options. You can buy it and watch it for a very, very low low price. Lower than any other comedian's price, I think. 
See, that's the thing about me, man. It's value. I'm, I'm really... People say, Lachlan, you're selling yourself short. I'm not. I don't think I am. I think, uh, I think that's how much people can pay right now. But one day, I'm going to charge a lot of money. So get ready. Because the next one is going to cost 100 bucks a download. Just kidding. Go buy the special. If you don't want to buy it, you can actually watch it for free if you promise to share it. And there's a button there, share and watch free. And you can go in there and watch it and enjoy it. But not for long. It's going to be coming down very soon. So get on it. You can also... Uh, you got a special occasion you want to want me to wish somebody a, a special occasion or tell a joke i could tell someone a joke for you for 20 bucks on cameo go to cameo.com and i will give me a little information and i will try to prepare a joke not guaranteeing it's going to be funny but it will be unique maybe oh it's it's a uh, it's weird being a a foreigner. If you if you don't have a foreigner in your crew, get one because every crew needs a foreigner. I don't feel like I'm a foreigner. You know, I've been here for a long time. You wouldn't even probably know that I'm not American if I was talking to you because I have assimilated so well. I'm even a bit of a dickhead. I've added that to my to my personality just to so you don't even know that I'm Canadian. Of course, I'm kidding. Americans aren't dickheads. They just, uh, they don't, what's the word, beat around the bush about what they want. Like Canadians, a very Canadian thing to say would be, uh, um, I wouldn't be able to borrow that pen, would I? That's a very Canadian way of saying something. Whereas an American would say, can I have that pen? Which is far more direct and to be honest, I like it. I've I've assimilated to saying that, and I like it. It's weird saying I wouldn't be able to borrow the pen. You're already saying in a sentence, hey, don't give me that pen. You're already giving them an, an opportunity to say no. You're telling them to say no. It's a silly little polite thing that I think the English gave Canada, and people say that. I couldn't borrow your phone I, my car's broke down i couldn't borrow your phone could i no you can't yeah i know i just wanted to let you know that i don't think i can but real foreigners you need one of those in your crew man good foreigner my foreigner in my group was eric we called him diablo and uh he was from ecuador and he I th he lives in ecuador now he moved back to ecuador he was <clears throat> just a little foreign. He is, he had a strong accent, so we always have uh, fun with his accent. And he had a different way of talking to girls, and like he was very Don Juan. He was very suave. He he would it was what he wore that made me laugh. He would always wear very foreign things. Like he he wore this um, red track jacket and these like Ferrari shoes, and the and the track jacket said Ducati on it. I remember, and I said, hey, Eric, when did you get a Ducati? And he goes, ha-ha, bro, just because I have a jacket that says Ducati doesn't mean I have a Ducati. It says it's made by Puma. I don't have a Puma. 
And that was his argument, which was a very good point. So, anyway, he was just, just have a foreigner. It's very, I know, I really hope that we vote for our president, or I hope that this country just gets back on board with, you know, immigrants being a good thing. You know, the, I'm very lucky I'm born here and not in Pakistan because of just luck. So to, to decide that people from Pakistan because they're born there, born there can't come here just seems insane to me. It's like, this is Earth, man. We should all be allowed to roam the Earth as Earthlings. Isn't that the best part about being a human is that you can... You put on this giant pole and you can go anywhere on it. So I really, I really hope that the that I get my green card. But if I don't, I'm gonna go explore. I'll go explore somewhere else and meet a bunch of foreigners. Have a foreigner in your crew. It took me ten minutes to get this podcast started, just setting up my camera. I mean, not me, but working with Larry and Rick and Mike. Right, guys? They're just, they're not even, I don't even, can't even see them. They went for lunch or something. But, you know, I set up pretty much the whole thing because they were, they got here a bit late. So, and I put the SIM card in and it said SIM card protected. Do you guys protect your SIM cards? I never protect my SIM cards, but every time I stick it in there, it says it's been protected. Like somebody's protecting my cards without my permission. Oh, man. Do you have kids? Do you have any young ones? My kid's one. He's one year old. And uh, I don't do the one and a half thing. People ask me how old my kid is. I say one. And he's one until he's two. And when he's two, he's two until he's three. I don't do halves. I don't do this shit. We hung out with this lady and her kid the other day. And I asked how old her kid was, and she goes, he's almost two and a half. What the fuck? That is a useless number, almost two and a half. You, if you try to put that on a math test, you you fail. You go get out of the class, almost two and a half. Does anyone else have the answer? Uh, yeah, I do. All right, Joey, how, what's the answer? It's two. He's two. Like you're looking forward to two and a half. I mean, I'm looking forward to my kid's growth, of course, but give me a fucking break with the math. I don't need to know how many weeks your kid is. Oh, yeah, he's 37 weeks. What the? I don't have a calculator. I do have a calculator, but I'm not going to pull it out and translate into sane person. He's a... He's uh he's going on twenty one months now. Is that he's a fucking year, bro. And uh and that's it. He's he's a year until he's two. It's hard, man. It's hard getting time to do this this podcast even because he's very active. He just got a little roller scooter, the three-wheeled scooter, and he loves it. So I took him around the whole block. It's hot out, too. And he doesn't know how to push, so it's basically me just pushing him. And 
Every once in a while, he sees a rock, and he'll just stop and pick up the rock. He'll try to take the scooter on the, the grass, and I'll tell him he, it doesn't move on the grass, man. But he doesn't care. He'll roll it right up on a on a cement cinder block and just sit next to it for a bit in the sun, just on the curb. So it's not it's not easy uh, taking him outside the gates because it's hot out. But he's he's fun, man. It's like having a drunk roommate every morning. I wake up and he's just he's wet himself and he's his pillows are under his under the bed and uh there's no blankets the blankets are all over the floor and this he's got all sorts of shit on the shower he just leaves shit in the shower buckets he leaves just t- buckets and little toy shovels in the in the shower tell you man he's been drinking and you know when your parents of a of an alcoholic one year old it's it's hard you fight obviously because it's very stressful you know coming home and seeing him there passed out just right out on the lawn dead dead asleep it's embarrassing people can see him, you know, just just looking at him and going, Mom, and then they look at us and they give us that look, and I know what that look means. <clears throat> anyway, where were we? Oh, yeah, me and my lady for, we've been stuck in this box together for a long time now. We haven't really been able to get out. I used to travel like, you know, the North American Indian, and... Back in the day, I would go on a, a, a t- a shows. I would go on a tour or a week or whatever. And then I would come back and there would be surprise and love. In the old days, they used to be, get very excited when you returned. Back in the old days with the American Indian. The Native American. The real, the, the real locals. The only people that should be putting up walls. They should have put up a huge walls. They, they had no idea how bad we were. What the fuck? Cameron just died. Let's see if it starts up again. Mike, you're the producer. I can't get the camera to work. Do you want to replace the battery? Or should I just keep going? I'll just keep going. Okay. We're just going to keep going without video. We'll get this under control. I know Mike's working on it. Once he's finished that sandwich, he's going to work on it. You got a sandwich, Mike? What kind of sandwich? Roast beef? I like roast beef. Did you get Do you get anything for me? How about like a drink or something, you know? You guys, I see you drinking, drinking beers on the set, you know? Really? You're just gonna have get hammered while I'm doing all the work. Come on, guys, let's go. People paid for a great show. Let's get this going. We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna work things out. You know, it's a relationship, crew and and you know, artist. You gotta you gotta work together. 
So we'll get it back on. We'll get the, the camera going again so we can get some footage and uh, perhaps take this podcast to the next level, right? Oh, man. I smoked weed before the podcast. I didn't, I don't know what kind of weed. I don't, like I said before, I don't, picking a strain of weed is like picking a racehorse. I have no idea what to look for. Let's see, Fruity Pebbles. Hmm, you know, my, Fruity Pebbles. I I remember my grandmother's nickname was, her name was Fruity, actually. You know, this mic stand isn't working for me. I'm taking it out. I thought it'd be cool to have my hands free, but it's not really important to have your hands free. It's not like I'm carrying anything. We're going to turn off these lights since we don't have video. All right. Let's get back to the podcast. Here we go. <clears throat> my lady asks me questions, man. She asks me questions all the time. She wants to me to be involved. And I noticed, like, I figured out that she's asking me questions that she already knows the answers to. And she's only asking me the questions to just see if I, to to see if I'm paying attention, to see if I'm involved in the decision making around the house. Because to be honest, there's a lot of decision making around the house that I don't need to be part of. And because I'm very flexible, you know, I can... I can help you. I can help you with whatever you need. Just f- tell me what you need. <laughs> but she wants me to go through the experience that she goes through. And even though she already has been through the experience, she's figured it all out. She'll still throw it back at me. The other day she goes, what, you, what time do you think we should have Brendan and Catherine over today? And I said, ah, uh, three because I don't care so I said three I just picked a number and I said it and she said back three well I think it's going to be a little hot three so the ground might be too hot to walk on in our bare feet so I think we're going to do six and I said all right sure Let's do six. But she already knew she was going to do six, you know? It's weird. I see the U.S. government's trying to get rid of, or Trump's trying to get rid of the mail. They're saying that mail-in ballots aren't good enough for this election. So there's a lot of, the mail's getting a lot of heat. The mail's taking a lot of abuse because they're the mail. Certified. Do you want to get that certified? That's some bullshit right there, certified mail. What's that? Oh, well, for an extra $7, we'll we'll give you a certificate that guarantees that the package will be delivered. Aren't that what you're supposed to fucking do? Like, what were you just going to maybe deliver it or maybe not? You don't know? Hey, you know, maybe it gets there. Maybe I forget. I don't know. You know I got a I got a bad memory. But uh $7 in my pocket, you know, my memory tends to come back to me. I tend to remember things 
when Wu safe seven one dollar bills put in my pocket while I'm not looking. So if you could do that, we'll make sure your package gets there. If you don't, I can't guarantee. I make no guarantees. Bullshit. I had a mailman deliver me my laptop. I ordered, I bought a laptop and it was delivered to me and it had a when the mailman handed it to me, it was as light as an empty box and it said laptop on top of it and it had a giant hole in it. And I said, "What the hell is this?" And he goes, "Hey, I just deliver them." And I said, "What when you deli- when you were walking it up to me, didn't you kind of notice that the box was kind of light and there was a giant hole in it? And he goes, well, y- yeah, but maybe you shouldn't have wrote laptop on the front of it. Oh, okay. So if I write laptop on it, then that gives you the r- your people the right to steal it. Well, and I luckily got insurance on the computer the full insurance too like you can buy extra insurance and I did and I said uh, so I called the post office and man they sent me they offered me uh, like $150 for a thousand dollar laptop and I said I have the insurance though the insurance should cover what was in the box I said that the on the box and on the insurance I wrote $1,200 computer and she goes, well, you could just write any number there. You know, that doesn't, that's an arbitrary box. Well, you could write it $10,000 there if you want. And then are we expected to give you $10,000? And I said, I don't fucking know what's wrong with your system. I just know that you stole my computer and I want the money back. Woo, excuse me. That was a long time ago. But ever since then, I've had a, 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 a negativity to the mailman. He's just, you know, delivering. He just delivers me coupons and Pizza Hut bullshit and, re, you know, blinds, blind cleaning coupons and car wash coupons. I don't need this shit. I especially don't need to be taxed for this shit. But how much of my tax money is really going to the mail? They clearly haven't updated their their vehicles <laughs> they're clearly not trying to compete with Amazon or FedEx or anybody they're kind of just happy being shitty they're like the Cleveland Browns of of the mail we just want that first pick next year anyway I don't mind getting rid of the mail get rid of it I got a I got a letter from the mail saying we're making improvements. Really? Well, why didn't you email me then? That sh- information should have been emailed. If that were true. Should we get into some sesh talk? I think we need to get into some sesh talk because I'm getting negative, and I need some positivity, man. Sesh talk. Sesh talk. This is a segment that we brought over from Kooks Comedy. 
and it's my it's I love it. I love talking about the sesh. Uh, it went out in two foot the other day, two foot Malibu, a place called Old Joe's. It's just the next. It's just on the other side. Uh, so when you go into Malibu, you and you walk along the Malibu shore, as soon as you hit houses, um, you know they try to get you to get off the beach. But if you can get around the uh, the pylons, there's a there's a section of waves called Old Joe's, and I was surfing there. And uh, I gotta be honest, they weren't very big waves. They were slow, and uh, but there's a rock that bre- breaks and it wedges up and gave me a little, um, a nice little steep drop that s- sent me, even though it flattened out, it sent me on to, to the inside and I was able to chuck along the inside for a second there. It's two feet. Who am I talking to? But it's beautiful out right now. If you are a wave slider, I would suggest just getting out in the water. As they say, it's just fun to get your hair wet. So... It really calms me down, relaxes me. I don't know what I'm doing, but I love it. <coughs> I'm going to go uh, hang out at the beach tomorrow with a couple of friends, Jessica and Kyle. I mentioned that to you before. They're just learning. They're hilarious. They are both learning how to surf. Ding! But they <coughs> they got a long way to go. I remember being at that stage and... A long way to go. What am I talking about? It's just like stand-up comedy. There is no, there is no t- destination. It's just a journey. So, they're at the beginning of a very fun journey, and uh, standing up—that's the part of the journey they're at. They got to learn to stand up. Oh man, I, I fucked up my feet good on that journey. You know, my, my kid never learned to crawl. They say you got to walk, you got to crawl before you walk. That's not true. My kid never learned to crawl and he's running. He's running faster than any other kid that I've seen his age. He's only one. Running around, sprinting. He'll be 2 in March. That's how you got, that's how I'll say it from now on. He's one, he'll be 2 in March. Does that clear it up? You put whatever numbers in there you need. And uh, I can't wait to teach him how to wave slide. He just, he's not quite enjoying the ocean. He loves playing on the beach, but when I take him in the water, he's very, it gets very cold very quick. Oh man, this is just a bunch of rambling. You know, usually when I get here in the morning, Mike, our producer, Tries, God, I'm even way too hot. I didn't even do a sound check. Oh, man. So hot. But usually Mike comes in and he sets up the board and puts all the topics up on the board. But I came in today and the board hadn't even been touched. He hasn't done anything today. But it's hot out, you know. It's really hot and they're working hard. You know, they just went and got lunch. But they're doing a great job. I really think that it's going to work out. I saw a f- a f- uh, fake cactus in a store for sale. That's about the laziest thing I've ever heard of. 
fake cactus? Like, how often do you need to water a cactus? Once a month? You can't even handle that? Jesus. Are you even home? Like, how busy are you that you can't put, like, a, a, a half a cup of water in a pot once a month? Even when a c- cactus is dead, I think it still kind of looks alive. Fake cactus, man. And it wasn't even a nice cactus. It's that one that just looks like a like a landmine. It's round and it's got spikes. Like who buys that thing? Who's who sees that cactus live or dead and goes, "Man, that would look great in my house." That that absolute nasty, angry-looking thing. I'm, I can't imagine what it's like living just... I mean, if you have kids, you can't have that thing around. <laughs> I'm glad I lived in Canada as a kid because I would have for sure sat on one of those if I lived down here. What's it called? Ugly cactus. What's that cactus? Round ball cactus. What do you even call that? Round... Cactus with yellow. Yes, this is. It's called the Golden Barrel Cactus. Whose whose idea was it to buy this? Look at this, thirty fucking bucks. You trying to tell me thirty bucks for a a a weapon? I mean, a Golden Cactus. Golden Barrel Cactus, Echinol Cactus, Grusoni Cactus, Bare Root, Free Shipping. Free Shipping. I feel bad for the guy who's got to ship that thing. And then people leave reviews. A beautiful thing. I'm very happy with the cactus. Great quality. Nice cactus. Arrived in beautiful condition. I should buy one and leave a comment. Great cactus. I was able to murder five people with it. Looks great on the end of my baseball bat. Thanks. Oh, get friendly looking plants. Make you a happier person. Or is it that you see that and that forces you to accept that life is difficult and pushes you forward? Is that why you get that cacti? Well, that's been the show. I don't know what I think of it. I don't know. It's not my best. Good night, guys. The Lockdown Podcast. The Lockdown Podcast. The Lockdown Podcast. The Lockdown Podcast.